She probably spent all her beer money. Someone broke the window. I don't know what the lady did in there before we walked in. <laughs> Disgusting, vile, black liquid. People were smoking pot in my room. I've had that fantasy since I was probably nine. Every freaking year. I don't want to be an old lady with a young guy. She's a bad influence. <laughs> Welcome to episode 11 of Live, Work, Love. Coral got the bright idea to call this the margarita episode. So that was our glasses giving each other cheers. Yes. We're drinking out of these awesome Madonna Inn goblets. Yes. If you're local to Slow County, you know Madonna Inn and you know how awesome the goblets are. And they're really perfect for margaritas. So why did you want to do a margarita episode? Because I had a lot more fun recording it last time when I had rosé. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that makes sense. I don't know that it makes for a better podcast, but it makes for more fun, so. Right. Now. And we're I, doing this for fun. I got you involved. She's a bad influence. <laughs> but you made the margaritas, so. Oh, yeah. Maybe you were the bad influence. I'm probably the bad influence. And you bought the goblets. That's true. <laughs> I'm a big instigator in this margarita episode. Yeah. We should also mention that we have the house to ourselves, which never ever 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 happens never never it's a miracle it is a miracle the big <laughs> kids are out of town with their grandparents and the little six-year-old is with different set of grandparents doing a sleepover yeah so we are drinking margaritas we're making enchiladas and we're gonna watch a movie later it's awesome yeah we thought we should go on a date night like dinner and a movie but then we thought <laughs> we never have the house to ourselves so we're just gonna cook at home after procrastinating about where to eat for half an hour, yeah. we decided not to go right. anywhere. There's, there's a lot of, do you want Thai food? Do you want sushi? Do you want, yeah, whatever you want. And we never landed on anything. So now we're staying home, which is awesome. Yeah. Okay. The topics might meander. Yeah. And when the enchiladas beep in the oven, then we're done. All right. <laughs> we have about 30 minutes, maybe. Okay, go. Okay, the other day I was at Trader Joe's and Elliot had to go to the bathroom and I noticed they took the female male icons off of their bathroom doors and now yeah. there's a sign that says gender neutral bathrooms. Mm -hmm. I know there's a whole big thing about gender neutral bathrooms, but I thought it was so silly because at Trader Joe's there's just one toilet in there. It's not like you're sharing the bathroom with people. What's your opinion on that? My opinion on it is that I appreciate that Trader Joe's was willing to be progressive and switch to gender neutral bathrooms however I agree with you in that it seems a little bit superfluous in that situation yeah and also I understand just from reading and watching stuff that transgender people don't want gender neutral bathrooms they typically want to be recognized as the sex they identify with oh interesting yeah so I think good effort and <laughs> so the people are trying to help that's not the kind of help they want. Right. But I understand the message. I think it's sending a message that says we're all inclusive. So that's nice. I guess. Yeah. No, that's nice. Well, Elliot and I went into what used to be the women's bathroom. Which, by the way, smells better than the men's one because I've used both now since they're gender neutral. It did not smell good when we went in there. <laughs> I don't know what the lady did in there before we walked in. <laughs> Gross. But that was my first thought of thinking, maybe we shouldn't have these because it's... No. What I was going to say originally was that there's no urinal in there, so now do all is these... Is there a urinal in the other one? 
I guess I don't know. No, there wasn't when I there was there. Mm-mm. Well, I'm sure there's a situation where it's a one-person use bathroom, and when it's a men's, there's a urinal, and in the women's, there's not. Why do men not... have to have a urinal? I don't understand why they can't just use a normal toilet. Well, it's probably a lot easier to clean up for whoever has to clean the bathroom. Well, I clean the bathroom at home, and no one seems to care. We don't have a <laughs> urinal. I think every house should have a urinal. Help me understand It'd this. It'd be way better than the situation. <laughs> It'd be way better than whatever is going on. Okay, for that matter, like, I want a bidet, so why don't we have that? You should. My grandparents had one. In every house they built, they put a bidet in it. They did. Can we just get the cute little Japanese toilet that has the adapter? What's that? It's this adapter that you can put on pretty much any toilet, and you can turn it into a bidet. Really? Yeah. Does that mean you do your business, and then you have to do some switching around? It's just a button. The... You're just all boop. Really? Poop, poop. <laughs> yeah, get one. <laughs> <laughs> How did this happen? <laughs> well, back to the urinal. Okay. It's convenient because you just stand there and you pee and it's super easy. Whereas if there's a toilet, most dudes are going to stand it anyway and then it's going to be splattered with urine and be gross. and then nobody's... Like the bathroom at home. Exactly. Great. Yeah. All right. Now I see. Anyway. I want to apologize for any clanking that you hear <laughs> Ice clicking? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're not having blended margaritas. I would love to have blended margaritas, but our blender is not the best blender. It's not what Jamba Juice uses. No. It's got the ice feature, but it really... Well, it's also the same age as James, I think, so... Yeah. It's an old blender. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not going to give it up. Okay. Well, I'm glad we kind of agree on the silliness, almost, of... But, I like I said, I appreciate the effort that they're making and that they're sending some sort of message, like, you're welcome here. Yeah, but I don't feel like there is a message saying you're not welcome. No, I agree. Okay. But they're here... still putting something out there that's saying, you know... Right. If I'm in a public bathroom, like at Target or, I don't know, a restaurant or any place like that, I don't want anybody in the bathroom with me. And I refuse to use the bathrooms. Yeah. So I know the hype is all kind of gone now. That was my first experience with seeing something that said gender neutral bathroom. Really? Yeah. That's how much I avoid regular bathrooms, I guess. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I feel like maybe I use a public restroom a couple times a year. Oh, yeah. You have to really... <laughs> I mean, it's got to be an absolute emergency Yeah. before I, <laughs> I even consider it. But I kind of feel like Trader Joe's is an exception to that rule, probably because I'm there way too often, so it feels a little more comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like home. <laughs> Yeah, I spent a little too much time there, so... Yeah, all right. That might be enough toilet talk for now. (laughs) It's conversations in the toilet. It totally is. All right, that was my topic idea. Oh, we're going to have to drink more margarita before we get to more topics. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Oh, I have an idea. Okay, how about this? Since we're drinking margaritas, when was the first time you got drunk? My gosh. I'm only going to talk about this with the hope and presumption that my mother does not listen to this. (laughs) She says she doesn't, but I have a hard time believing that she doesn't. Okay, I'll go first. I feel like I was a late bloomer to drinking because my friends had been doing it for years. They probably started in eighth grade and they always wanted me to drink with them. But the first time I got drunk, it was, I think, winter break of my senior year. So I thought that was kind of being a late bloomer. And my friends were always asking me to 
they were just joking around, but they'd always say, hey, you want a beer? When they were drinking, and I'd just say no, and that was it. And then one day my friend Mike asked me, and I said yes, and he was shocked because it had been three or four years of saying no. And he had a bunch of natural light, which is the worst beer you can probably buy, hidden under his bed or something, so it was totally warm. It was gross, and I think I drank three of them. Yeah. Okay, and what made you decide to say yes that day after saying no for so long? It was just really spontaneous. I wasn't even thinking about it. It wasn't like, next time they ask, I'm going to say yes. Okay. It wasn't that at all. It was just, sure. I don't know why. <laughs> I just did. Did but, you regret it? No, it was fun. Okay. It was a nice setting. There wasn't a party going on. It was just hanging out with my friend. And how old were you at that point? I would have been 16 and a half. No, senior year. Oh, <clears throat> 17. That's not that old. <laughs> It is when your friends are drinking in 8th grade. I guess. And you wait till the middle of 12th grade to do it. Yeah. But it kind of turned into a big deal. And you have a sister five years older who has parties all the time. Right. Yeah, I'd seen her drink for a long time and my cousins. And anyway, once the word got out that I was drinking, then people started coming over. (laughs) (laughs) It's like they wanted to see it. So it didn't start as a party, but I think it ended with a lot of people around. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And what happened? I don't remember much. (laughs) I remember phone calls happening, and then there were some friends that were like, well, it's about time, and other friends were stoked I was doing it, and it was just a funny situation. That's really funny. (laughs) Yeah, but I didn't throw up or anything. I didn't have an embarrassing first drunk. Your turn. (laughs) I don't think I've ever heard this story. Yes, you have. No. I'm sure you have. Anyway, so I was at a sleepover. (laughs) (laughs) How old are you? 14-ish. 14? Are you serious? Yeah. No way. I think so. Wow. 14 or 15. Anyway, I was at a sleepover. (laughs) (laughs) And my friend said, my parents have a bar. We should make drinks. And I was like, no. And then, well, her parents have gone out. And now I'm kind of remembering. This is in Cayucas. Yeah. Okay. Can we give a little backstory? Sure. Coral moved to Cayucas for eighth grade. Yeah. Because there was a big hurricane. Hurricane where she grew up. On my island. <laughs> so her parents sent her to Cayucas to stay with friends for a year. Yeah. Okay. So now you're in Cayucas. Yes. Your friend says, My parents have a bar. Yeah. Okay. And her parents had gone out, and um, I don't know how she ended up convincing me, like, it was a good idea, but we took two plastic cups <laughs> and set them on the bar and then added a little bit from each oh, bottle. Oh, my gosh. So it was sounds, everything that they had. That sounds like such a I don't a even bad know idea. what it was. It was vodka, brandy, whiskey, wine. Rum. <laughs> rum, definitely. Oh, my gosh. Uh, tequila, everything. That sounds bad. There were probably 11 or 12 different bottles that we used because we didn't want any of them to be... Oh, that's why? Yeah, I was going to ask noticeably why. Noticeably missing. <laughs> so we mix it up in these two cups and it was, oh my God. I would say, I don't know, I'm guessing eight ounces. Oh, an eight ounce cup? <laughs> yeah, an eight ounce cup. And it was just this disgusting vile black liquid and when I smelled it I gagged (laughs) (laughs) but we ended up drinking at least half the cup that sounds so gross I mean each half the cup right it was unbelievably disgusting and I immediately started throwing up and after half a cup after half a yes it was so (laughs) horrible and then she had a (laughs) waterbed 
and I get seasick standing on a dock, like watching boats move. Right. And I was already sick from, oh God, it's such a wreck. Anyway, <laughs> so I'm laying on the waterbed after throwing up I don't know how many times and thinking like, I just want to go to sleep. And then she starts playing iced tea. <laughs> <laughs> Like vulgar gangster rap. Yeah, we took her brother's tape. <laughs> so I couldn't sleep because she's playing iced tea. And I'm on the waterbed feeling super nauseous. And then her parents came home and we were trying to just stay in her room. And it was very late at night. And we were trying not to be loud and laugh or throw up loudly. <laughs> But I ran in her bathroom. I tried <laughs> I tried to get off the waterbed because I knew I was going to throw up again. <laughs> and I had a hard time getting up. So by the time I got to the bathroom, I threw up in the sink. Oh, my gosh. It was a mess. It how was much, such a mess. How much time do you think passed between? Hours. It was hours. And you're still drunk from? Yeah. Oh, for sure. I think I was probably still drunk the next morning. Wow. I was tiny. I was probably like 85 pounds (laughs) and it was very bad. And after that, it was actually, you know, those stories about how if the kid gets caught smoking, they smoke a whole pack. Oh, right. It was kind of like that. Like I had done that to myself because anytime I smelled alcohol, not even tasted it but just got it close enough to smell it I immediately had this horrible gag reflex and I could like picture the waterbed and <laughs> it was just it was so horrible and I imagined that dark liquid in a plastic cup and I Gross. was just it was awful so I didn't drink alcohol a single sip of alcohol again until maybe two years into college so the first time you were 14 <laughs> years old and you yeah. didn't drink alcohol again until, what, 20? 20, probably. Yeah, it really messed you up. Yeah, it did. You've also never had a sip of beer. No way. I don't know why. It's not like a moral conviction. I just, the smell of it really bothers me. I'm very sensitive to smell, especially when it comes to alcohol. <laughs> and I think that event really traumatized me. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, the smell of beer, and not just the smell of beer, but the smell of people around me after they've had beer. Oh, yeah, it smells everywhere. It's, it's just coming out of their pores. Yeah, they burp and it, it smells gross. It permeates everything, and I am really grossed out by the smell of it. I don't want anything to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah, that's all. So then, when you drank the next time, the what next was it? time I drank, I was in college in Austin, Texas, and Austin is pretty fun, and it has a really, you know, vibrant music and night scene. So I would go out, and everyone was drinking, but I had that like aversion to alcohol and couldn't drink. It's not even that I was really against it; I just abs- like physically couldn't do it. Right. But I think I don't know what it was. It was maybe like a daiquiri or something which my parents would always order a virgin daiquiri for me when I was little so you knew oh I could get that yeah okay so a daiquiri (laughs) felt pretty safe that's pretty funny (laughs) yeah and I'm still pretty into fruity ridiculous drinks oh yeah I like fruity drinks too yeah I like that about you (laughs) it's so manly (laughs) now that I'm thinking about it it was halfway through my junior year not senior year oh wow yeah so I was 16 and a half so I was still older than you. Yeah. But for me, since I did not have a bad experience, I didn't turn That was in... like a gateway to drinking. <laughs> yeah. I think it was... Mine was the gate shut on drinking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mine opened the gates to a whole world I did not know existed. No, not really. But I never got really into drinking. It wasn't every weekend for me. 
maybe not till senior year. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. It's pretty funny. Yeah. I've never taken shots of alcohol because every time I've seen people do that, it ends up really messy. So I've never done that. You had to take care of me after I did shots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've only thrown up from drinking twice in my life. When? The first time I was probably 17, so senior year, and I was just at home with a couple friends, and I think I just drank way too much. And What were you drinking? Threw up. Just beer. Gross. Yeah, it was gross. <laughs> oh, once as an adult, <laughs> as a legal drinker, it was from drinking way too much wine. Ew. Yeah. When was that? I don't remember. Was that before or after we met? Before. Crazy. Yeah. I can't picture you doing that. I know. Only twice in my whole life. Our teenage kids have probably thrown up more from drinking than I have. When did I? Have I thrown up from drinking? Well, definitely in eighth grade. That doesn't count. And it counts because you threw up from drinking. And then oh my gosh! And then we had a the worst. I mixed. Well, not purposely, but <laughs> I drank a bunch of champagne, and I also drank a bunch of sake. I don't remember which one I drank first. Oh, was this at your house with yeah. our friends? Yeah. Yeah, that was bad. That was so bad. Yeah. Coral was laying on her bed. <laughs> I think she was laying on her back, and she started throwing up. So I think I dragged her into the bathroom, and you kind of curled up in the bathtub. <laughs> in the shower. In the shower. We're throwing up in the shower. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. Yeah. But I think that's the only time I've seen you throw up from drinking. Yeah, I think that's the only time I did it as an adult. Speaking of, we need to make another margarita. Okay, press pause. To be continued. And we're back. I have to say that when I was sitting here, I felt like, I feel fine. <laughs> and then you stood up. <laughs> and then I stood up. That's the funnest part about alcohol. <laughs> I don't, I, I, I'm not, I don't feel fine. <laughs> <laughs> but do you feel good? Yeah. Yeah. But here's the thing. I want to limit the amount of walking around that I do. Oh, right. <laughs> That's a good idea. Coral and I aren't really big drinkers, so we're big lightweights, pretty much. We're the laughing stock of the family. Let's just be honest. Yeah. I come from a family of people that have pretty <laughs> high tolerances, and I don't have that. So after the second margarita, I'll probably be done for the night. Yeah. But since we don't drink a lot, we don't know much about alcohol. So we kind of just randomly picked a tequila called Dolce Vita Organic Tequila. So I can't speak with any expertise on how good it is, but it certainly tastes good. I just yeah. don't know if it's really a good quality one or what. I liked that it was organic. Yeah. It's 100% pure agave. I don't know if that's good or bad. It's if something's 100% something, I guess it's good. Yeah, it's handcrafted. Oh, and it's made in Austin, Texas. Well, no. Dolce Vita Spirits is in Austin, Texas, but this is Hecho in Mexico. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know you're drinking real tequila, I guess, if it's made in Mexico. Yeah. It was a toss-up between that and the George Clooney. <laughs> <laughs> how did you know that was a George Clooney tequila? I have no idea. Somehow I knew that George Clooney had tequila and that was it. I know why. It's because you subscribe to People Magazine. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. And also Wine Spectator. Yeah. In the last two weeks, Coral's randomly received magazines with her name printed on the address, but she's never asked for a subscription or no. paid for one. So now she gets... And neither does she have any interest in either People Magazine or Wine Spectator, of which I'm receiving both. So it's an awesome prank if somebody yeah. signed you up for People Weekly, unless you get a bill for it. But I also, I really don't want them. <laughs> I've received two now, and I opened the first one and read it to your dismay 
but I can't bring myself to open the second one. I thought I might. I carried it around a couple times. and You did? Yeah, and I was just like, I cannot do this. I don't even know who's on the cover. I don't know these people. Is it a celebrity or just a actual people? I honestly don't know. It's People magazine, so it could be either. Yeah. I'm assuming that if it's a regular person, they're like people in the news, but I don't know. I don't know either. Also, I got Wine Spectator. I don't really drink wine. And how did that happen? I buy like a bottle of rosé twice a year. I don't understand. I don't know. After margarita night, I think you're going to be buying more alcohol. (gasps) You are. You are. Buy some more Madonna Inn goblets. Coral started a collection of Madonna Inn goblets. Well, she didn't really start the collection. I asked for the collection. Yeah. I get her a new colored goblet for whenever I need to buy her a present. It's a birthday. It's a Valentine's gift. That's nice. Christmas. Yeah. How many do you have now? I don't know. Five? It makes it easy for you. Makes it I really, really want makes a it real easy for me. I want a translucent pink one now. I've got the milky pink, but I want the translucent pink. I remember that. Yeah. I have this podcast to go back to and <laughs> check. <laughs> That's my next one. <laughs> Your birthday is coming up. Mm-hmm. All right. Your birthday is coming up. Yeah. Should we talk about our birthdays? Sure. I'm going to be 40. Coral's going to be 39. But you're going to be 40. I knew you were going to say this. <laughs> There's three days where it well, sounds like I'm, I'm two years still older. I'm 38, so. Right. So I'll be two years older for three days. Yeah. Every year. <laughs> Every freaking year. <laughs> I can't help it. I know. Is it going to be weird being with a 40 year old? So weird. Oh my gosh. It is? So weird. Yes. Why? It just is. I'm just I, the same old guy. I've been thinking about it a lot. You have? Yeah. I don't even think about it. I think about it. Even though you're going to be one year different? Yes. It's different. But what do you think about it? I think it's crazy. <laughs> Coral and I did the math today and figured out we've been together for... Too long? That's what you came up with? <laughs> That's weird. I came up with a number. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot what the number was now. And the number is 12 years. This is our 12th year together. Yeah. Crazy. And it feels weird that I'll be 40 to you, even though we've been together for 12 years. Because you are in your 20s. Now you're going to be 40. And we have a baby, a house mortgage, and teenagers. It's weird. There's all kinds of weirdness. It is weird. Yeah. I don't really think it's that weird. It's weird. Are you going to leave me for a younger man? Ew, no, never. (laughs) I don't want to be an old lady with a young guy. Gross. (laughs) Cougar coral. (laughs) No, ew. I can't even yuck. (laughs) So gross. (laughs) Well, I've got some sad news for you. When you turn 40... (laughs) Rude! (laughs) So rude. Kidding. I feel like we should play the Getting to Know You song. I don't know that song. <laughs> yes, you do. Is Wait. this from the Golden Girls? Getting to know you, getting to know all about you, getting to like you, getting to hope you like me, getting to know you, putting it my way, but nicely. <laughs> you are precisely my cup of tea. I'm your cup of tea? Yeah. Oh man, is the enchiladas done? Yeah. So the buzzer just beeped and our enchiladas are done. Yeah, they're cooling. But they're cooling so we can keep recording. Until we're good and knackered. <laughs> can you tell the story about your sister's parties? 
My sister's parties? Yeah. Because I think it's fascinating that you... Did I say that? You didn't say that yet. I don't feel say like I enunciated. <laughs> I, <laughs> I think it's fascinating <laughs> that you weren't drinking or trying to sneak alcohol when you're older sister was throwing parties and having kegs of alcohol delivered and that sort of thing. Right. And there's all these high school kids around and drinking and help me understand. Like if I thought they were cool and they were five years older, then I should have been trying to emulate what they're doing. Well, I'm like, just very impressed and shocked that you weren't. So help me understand that. My sister is five years older and I don't know why, but my parents would leave town and my sister <laughs> would always throw parties. So at a really young age, I was always around teenagers drinking, and I never thought it was cool, I guess. <laughs> she definitely had some friends that I thought were cool, but watching them drink I didn't think was cool. But I don't know. I guess I'm just not, I'm not easily influenced by people. I don't, okay, now tell me about what happened at her parties. Okay. <laughs> At one party, in, well, for one, my sister was kind of business savvy, and she would somehow get her hands on a keg of beer, and then she would charge people, <laughs> I forget how much, but let's say 2 or $3 a cup, like those plastic red cups, and she'd totally make money. Anyway, at one party in particular, this guy, Matt, <laughs> it was kind of the end of the party, people had left, but he was kind of hanging out. I saw him get off the couch, walk to the corner of our living room, and start peeing in the corner of the house. <laughs> that was one party That's and then disgusting. yeah what else happened i guess there are parties where people were smoking pot in my room and i didn't know about it where were you i was probably out skateboarding with my friends or something where were your parents they were out of town <laughs> they were like screw it yeah and then the window what happened with the window someone broke the window oh i don't think i was there for that but that's a pretty gnarly high yeah, party some, story. Somebody broke a window and <laughs> my sister is so clever. She somehow on the weekend got a window person to come to the house and fix it without my parents ever finding out. That's crazy. Yeah. With she's her crazy. beer money? Yeah, she probably spent all her beer money to fix the window. So that party she broke even on. It seemed like it was no big deal to just walk around the house and Susan would have a party. I feel like I was around parties a, a lot. Were you told to keep your mouth shut? I don't think so. I think it was just something you know with a sibling. It's like a sibling thing. <laughs> you just know to keep quiet about it. And we were always cool with each other, so I didn't have to blackmail her or ask for something to not tell. It was just mom and dad are gone. So you weren't the punk little brother? No, not at all. That's nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just picture like a little brother in a movie. <laughs> like <laughs> I'm going to tell on you. Like can't buy me love. Kind of the oh. little shock. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think that was me. Okay. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah, but I guess it kind of went hand in hand because I could be out super late, and I'm sure my sister worried, but knew I was responsible she was and safe. She was not worrying. Because <laughs> she's busy drinking. Yeah. So did you have any parties after she moved out? Her parties were ragers, like what you see in stupid teen movies where there's just... Peeing in the corner and broken windows. Yes, and a hundred plus people, and everybody's <laughs> getting stupid, and... I don't know, dancing and get away with that? smoking weed in the little brother's room. My parties were my group of six friends coming over, so not much of a party. Right. But it was the always... between an introvert party <laughs> and an extrovert party. <laughs> yeah. And my friends got... I mean, we did crazy stuff, but 
not parties like that. It was just a lot more mellow, but fun. It's like we might drink and then go out skateboarding. Do you think we would have been friends in high school? You and me? Yeah. Probably. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure we would. Don't you think so? I don't know. Maybe. We like the same music. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. But did we then? I think so. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's pretty funny. Yeah. I'm so sad I didn't meet you in high school. (laughs) Aww. Or I guess... We would have been high school sweethearts. I wouldn't have had a chance because I was only here in 8th grade. Oh, right. I could have met you then. I know. You were in 9th grade. Yeah. What if we saw each other? I really want to know. I feel... <laughs> <laughs> I feel very strongly about like this fantasy of when I die, I get to know everything I ever wanted to know. And one of my questions is, how close did I come to meeting you when yeah. I lived in Cayucas for 8th grade? I bet we probably came pretty close. I went to downtown San Luis a few times. And I was downtown constantly because my friend lived downtown. He had the cool hangout spot, so yeah. we were always downtown. <laughs> that would be a fun thing to happen when you die. I really want that <laughs> to be the thing that happens for me. Yeah, I hope that happens. I mean, even just for little things, I want to be like, what happened to that really cute plaid skirt that I loved and just disappeared? <laughs> Your mom sold it in her vintage shop. <laughs> probably. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's fascinating. I want that to happen now. I've had that fantasy since I was probably nine. Really? Yeah. So by nine you were already thinking of things. I wish I knew that. Well now I kind of have it because there's the internet. <laughs> <laughs> so to an extent, I mean it's not personal to me. Like I can't say right. how close did I come to meeting Jeff. But yeah, pretty much any ridiculous question that pops into my mind. I mean really that was like the pinnacle fantasy for me for years forever how funny since i was a little kid i never have cool thoughts like that really jealous (laughs) did you ever throw a party at your house absolutely not not even close but i feel like i made up for (laughs) some stuff i mean i had a lot of fun well you grew up on an island so parties were just on the beach you didn't have to have a party at your house and there aren't the same laws there so we would park cars on the beach and stay there for the weekend and yeah just do whatever we want and have a big bonfire. And That sounds like such a fun, different culture to grow up in. Yeah, it's fun. Going swimming at midnight. <laughs> yeah. Imagine if the kids came to us and said, yeah, we're going to go park on the beach and sleep there for the weekend. You'd be all, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's very different here. I know. It's scary. There it doesn't seem scary to me at all. Like nothing you can do is going to hurt you. There's no animals that can hurt you. There's no creepy people that aren't known to everyone and... Right. You know what I mean? You can't get away with anything, so no one really does anything. Yeah, if you think growing up on the Central Coast is being in a bubble in a small (laughs) town, try growing up where Coral grew up, where (laughs) literally everybody knows everybody. Yeah. They know not just you, but they know your parents and your grandparents and your aunties and uncles, and they know what you ate that night and (laughs) everything there's no privacy but it kind of sounds fun yeah it is because i think especially as a kid it's like a safety net and you feel this sense of freedom that i can't give my kids here but i could literally do anything and go anywhere and know that i'm gonna be okay there I don't feel that way even as an adult here. I don't feel like safe to do everything I want to do at any time. Yeah, like I wouldn't be a fan of you walking to the grocery store right now. Right. I'd be like, oh, I'll go with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there, that doesn't even enter my mind. It's a freeing feeling that I don't have here. You told me about something that happens on Kauai that I wished happened here, and it's vigilante justice. Yeah. And I feel like if we could do things here, like the story I'm going to have you talk about. I don't know that I want to talk about (laughs) it. 
<laughs> it's just things would be so much simpler. Yeah. So here's a good example. It's too intense for a margarita episode. <laughs> but we already started, so <clears throat> you want me to say it? I'll yeah, probably you butcher do it. it. Okay, so basically, this is where Coral grew up. What year was this when this happened? I don't know when that was. That was probably, I'm guessing, 96, 97, 98 around there. That's a wide range. But I don't know. Okay. <laughs> okay, we'll go with that. Let's say 98, 99. Okay. <laughs> I'll probably butcher this, but Coral doesn't feel like saying the story. Here's how I remember it. Some pervert got caught molesting a girl, and did the police get involved at all? Or the police wouldn't help? I don't remember... I'm on my second margarita. No, here's the thing. So someone got in trouble for molesting a little girl. Awful situation, obviously, anywhere. He was arrested. He went to jail, but not for very long. I don't remember why or how, but he got out. And a couple months later, he was walking around town with one hand, (laughs) (laughs) basically. (laughs) And when we found out what happened, it was... Like well, the girl's relatives? Relatives, yeah. And a garbage disposal, and that's what happened. That's awesome. <laughs> so a pervert molests a girl. Yeah. Her family finds the guy, yeah. shoves his hand in a garbage disposal. Yeah. End of story. End of story, yeah. there was. He'll probably else. never do it again. No. You can't get away with that kind of stuff here. Right. But I feel like you should be able to. And he still has a hand. I mean, it's just really mangled. Like, there's no fingers on that hand. That's all. (laughs) That sounds deserving. Yeah, that's not terribly uncommon. So, I feel like with vigilante justice, when something like that happens and the word gets out, other people that might do what he did are going to think twice about it. I agree. Whereas here, you hear about somebody going to jail or whatever, you don't really think twice about, because you think, oh, I won't get caught or... Right. It just has a whole different feeling, I think. Yeah, and I'm not saying that, you know, it's necessarily the way to do things, but it keeps a balance in a way that I think crime and justice here doesn't quite have. Yeah, and I feel like if you're the guy whose hand gets shoved in the garbage disposal, at least in that situation, it sounded like he accepted it and he didn't turn the family in. Everyone did. Everyone accepted it. And I actually went to school with that guy and he was a little bit older than me, but it was just understood that, okay, he's been taken care of. Like, we're even. Yeah, it's all good. We're just all over the place. Sorry. I like it. That's what happens. It's a margarita episode. Yeah, just blame it on the margarita episode. Yeah. Is it kind of immature to do a drunken podcast? Probably. (laughs) Sorry. This was Coral's idea. (laughs) I wanted to have a really intelligent, thought-provoking podcast. Yeah. You did? Yes, where you leave thinking things you never thought before. We can still think things we never thought. I love when your voice gets defensive like that. (laughs) I'm just messing around. (laughs) Okay, I think it's time to wrap it up. Put a bow on it. Put a bow on it? Is that our catchphrase? No. You said that last time. I did? Yeah. No, I didn't. I swear. Go listen to it. I promise I didn't. I think I cut it out (laughs) because I thought... Well, then prove it. I have the raw recording. (laughs) That is all the time we have... For tonight, we're going to go eat our... I don't even remember what you cooked. Enchiladas! We're going to go eat our enchiladas. Thanks for tuning in. Follow us on Instagram at Viva Paso. Come visit our store at 1211 Pine Street in (laughs) Paso Robles, California. (laughs) Do you remember our address? I don't remember it. Did did I say it wrong? Uh, Our website. Visit us online at (laughs) Viva (laughs) Paso... Sorry. (laughs) Visit us online at VivaPaso.com. And if you're listening on iTunes, give us a five-star rating. and Thumbscribe. <laughs> Thumbscribe to our podcast. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs>
I'll have to edit the shit out of this part. <laughs> the veins popping out of your forehead. <laughs> Give our podcast. You don't have to say anything else. You can uh-huh. be done. Give our podcast a five star rating and write us a review <laughs> to boost our egos. Whoa. And if you're the first person to write a review for our podcast on iTunes, we're going to give you an awesome free gift. What is it? The gift? Yeah. I don't know yet. Oh my gosh. I know what I want to give people. Anyone who writes us a review, I have a gift for you with a $19 value. Let's rephrase that. Not anyone, just the first person. Yeah. Okay. The first five people. All right. You heard that. First five people to write us a review get a gift worth $19. Yeah. We should make margarita popsicles. Yeah, that'd be good. Thanks for listening. And we apologize. For what? For the margarita episode. Oh, yeah. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to take so long to edit.